Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you may be, and welcome to It's So Real. With your boy, Oso. And your girl, Rocky. What's good, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode. We all back with another one. Yes, yes. <laughs> good to see and uh, hear everyone, those yes. listening and those who are watching on YouTube. Yes, thank you to all of our listeners, and thank you to our 137 30 YouTube seven. subscribers. Let's go. Yes. Thank going you, up, thank you, up, thank you. Thank you. We appreciate those subscriptions. Please remember to hit that bell notification so you know when we premiere new content. But that definitely helps us towards monetization on YouTube. So we definitely appreciate it. But we also appreciate all of our listeners as well. You know, YouTube's not for everybody. But, you know, even though you you guys don't necessarily uh, might not be uh, into the, the YouTube or video form of our content. Some of you still subscribe, so we really appreciate you. Yes. Um, and, of course, we'll always have the audio of the podcast. That's what podcast starts. Yeah. So, you know, mm-hmm. we still got a home. We ain't you thinking know. about you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, reminders, some church announcements. Church announcements. Uh, so, this Kick is part two of our Finding Balance series, How to Become a Balanced Man. Mm-hmm. Remember to check out part one, which is Divine Masculine and Feminine Energy, part yeah. one of our Finding Balance series okay and as i said in the in part one make sure you check out our he toxic she toxic day toxic series um finding balance is more addressing the growth within relationships Mm -hmm. whereas you got to point out the toxicity and be aware of what the problems are um so you know how to grow so definitely check out that series and also check out our previous episodes Homophobia and hypermasculinity, part one and part two, specifically in relationship to this episode, because I think we talked a little bit about the difference between hyper and toxic masculinity in uh, the part one, divine masculine and feminine energy. But I think that connection to uh, homophobia and hypermasculinity is definitely a needed uh, conversation, discussion, listen to. Um, in relationship to how to become a balanced man. Like, again, we have to know what the starting point is. We have to know what the culture is, what society is, to then be able to grow from it. Yep. Um, and also, in that regard, check out our previous episode, Bye Pride, Bye Bye Bye. Bye Bye Bye. <laughs> um, where you definitely, also definitely went in depth in uh addressing some of the biphobia specifically yeah. within black men apparently and i know what i'm talking about you know that's our most that's, up, uh, we got 1.2 thousand views on youtube yeah. y'all yo you know, you know little, yes. little show, show, yeah. show again <laughs> make sure y'all subscribe <laughs> yes so uh check out those previous episodes they will be provided in the link below if this does make it to our youtube um or in the description below Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I think that's all my church announcements. Yeah, uh, for me on on the music side, I will be debuting a new single. Um, I believe it's coming out on March thirteenth, but I'm going to double check and get back to y'all at the end of the episode because yeah. I don't want y'all out here like, oh man, it's about to drop. Um, but it's just something you know, my instrumentals, my beats that are uh, dropping. I'm gonna be dropping a whole lot more because I've been 
kind of like hoarding. A, yeah, I got a whole <laughs> bunch of stuff that I just really need to get out um, creatively. So look out for all that stuff. If y'all oh so smart production, oh so smart production, two T's, two T's. Look it up. Um, oh so smart on all platforms. And if you like uh, our outro, I produced that on the um, and our intro, and our intro on uh, the podcast. Mm-hmm. I've also produced our um, background music. Uh, for those of you who oh, love yeah. the music uh, on, on our, our YouTube, YouTube channel, yeah. <laughs> Jungle Drum. Yeah. Um, so if you if you just feeling the, just the background vibes of what mm-hmm. we do, then definitely check and, out. And and Oso's YouTube channel for his production is linked in the description below as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely check that out. You know, I have music all day uh, for for everybody who wants to tune in and check me out. Check yes. Yeah. That, I think, is it for my church announcements. Uh, I might be dropping some random videos here and there on, on Smart Love, but, you know, that's not my focus at the moment. So. Gotcha. Yeah, that's okay. pretty much it. All right. Let's get into the show, y'all. Let's get into the show. Yeah. Okay, so today's show is How to Become a Balanced Man. And in addressing this topic, I mm-hmm. think we need to, again, break down where we're coming from. Mm-hmm. Right? So let's talk about the traditional man versus the modern man. Because both of those are not the balanced man. <laughs> mm. Okay. So what would you say is the traditional man versus the modern man? All right. So when I hear the word traditional mm-hmm. man, what comes into my mind is, uh, again, stapled upon like the time era mm-hmm. where this man is the provider and is doing a lot of physical manual labor mm-hmm. um, and is within that role. So we kind of talked about this in the previous episode. Uh, link below. Check it out. Check it out. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, a man who is uh, doing the handyman work around the house. Yes. A man who is providing... You remember when men were carpenters? Yeah. You don't? Yeah, <laughs> it's because it's before our time. <laughs> <laughs> right. There's still a few out there, but it's, you know, few and far. And I will pay the money. <laughs> That's why they're still making good money right You know? Now. Trades. People. Exactly. If you are a man out there and you are someone who just is naturally a person who works with their hands, mm-hmm. definitely trades, trades, For sure. trades. Look know yourself, know what works. Right. Um, so in line with that, like, uh, also making, being the, being home to bacon, being the uh, breadwinner, of the household. But again, let's address the patriarchal system that we live in and mm-hmm. the fact that women weren't able to make equal income so bringing him in the bacon. So for sure about that because we broke down some of that yes. as well. I feel like we broke that down in another episode, but I have no idea which uh, one. We, uh, that's <laughs> a, a, a recurring topic, uh, obviously, because we live in the yeah, society, so we know? always have to comment on Break the lenses down. from which the society was founded and, mm-hmm. and built upon. So mm-hmm. knowing that, History allows us to have context for how we should move now and being balanced, which is what this episode is about mm-hmm. from a man's perspective. Um, so, yeah, being the breadwinner, provider, all that, uh, protector as well, uh, being macho, seen as being aggressive, maybe not so much emotionally available. Mm. Um, well, that's the Yeah, because traditional men aren't even taking care of the kids. Yeah, no, no, they're not seen as, as being in that nurturing role. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more so. Yeah, that protector role. Like, I'm going to stop things from happening to you versus I'm going to create the environment to mm. propel you in, mm. in this way. Um, so it's more preventative versus proactive. Gotcha, in, gotcha. In that teaching. And I also... So you're, you're, teaching, you're, you're teaching them so that they don't, 
You know, it's always like, mm. don't do this. Mm-hmm. I got to teach you how to fight so you don't get beat up. Or like, I got to teach mm-hmm. you to stay away from boys so you don't get pregnant. You know, stuff like that. Interesting. And I always find it interesting with the traditional man concept because 1950s propaganda was about white suburban families. Yes. So where in black America are we fitting into that? Like, we have different history timelines, y'all. Like, yes, there's some overlap as we still live in a patriarchy, but... Uh, it, it was rare. <laughs> like, that's why it's like... How many when a black, black housewives? Into a white yeah, it was like, oh my gosh, because that was that exactly it so. Was not something that happened. When every day. were black women not working? Whether that was out in the fields or doing something, we were bringing home some money. Yeah. When we were just at home taking care of the kids, please let me know in the comments below because <laughs> I'm curious. <laughs> All right, continue. <laughs> um, so that's it for uh, I, I would say the traditional, mm-hmm. um, modern. I think has a little bit more balance to them. Uh, still is seen as uh, the provider uh, for a lot of for a lot of people. Like seen as, as having to contribute to the household. You can't just be out here jobless as a modern man um, for a lot of people's standards, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, you're able to maybe cook and do some household stuff, like, but it's not necessarily your defined role either. Mm. Uh, so it's more like you can do these things and it's a bonus, but it's not necessarily your designated like position within a, a family structure. You know, you're still like being that provider, um, maybe not so much the handyman. So I think you're subtracting some of the traditional. Right. I got triple A for my car. Right, well, some, I don't have a car right now, but when I did, <laughs> right back in the day, you know. <laughs> um, so yeah, you're swapping some of the traditional stuff for like more of the domestic nurturing mm-hmm. things when gotcha. it comes to the modern man. Um, and yeah, I, I guess that would be the big, big difference for me. So I get your point mm-hmm. of the modern man. Um, my experiences with online. Because it's that's what it is. Yeah, um, school me on what, what, what might be the definition. The modern man is the simp. That's the mm. house dad. That's the person. He may contribute to the household financially, but he's the one making less than the woman. Like this uh, is okay. So in the context of online and maybe right now, because again, I might be out of the loop. I know that I'm not like online mm-hmm. hearing all these conversations all the and time. And like, correct me if I'm wrong. This is just what I've been noticing. Yeah, because you know? yeah, some of these definitions are definitely a little bit language is fluid y'all we're always changing um so yeah that's why we like to have these conversations especially in long form so we can break these things down versus just having like little quick conversations and being snarky at each other mike tyson hitting the mic uh my bad y'all hopefully your ears are not hurt from that (laughs) um but yes it's like the this allows that space to have that conversation Mm -hmm. so in the context of Maybe right now, mm-hmm. the modern man is seen as an equivalent to a simp within the relationship. They were calling Russell Williams, Wilson uh, uh, a simp because he uh, was Russell, like... Uh, the football player? Yeah, Sierra's husband. How? Because he I said he, scared, he was scared of losing her. And I'm confused. We just need to... This, this is... If you think Russell Wilson is a simp, this episode is for you. <laughs> well, I mean, what like what did he? I, I'm confused. Yeah, I don't know what behavior he did. That re- he just that. said he was scared of losing Sierra. Okay, that's right, a lot of men. 
Like, you don't want to lose your life partner? What the? <laughs> I need more evidence, y'all. Y'all got. It's, need... it's just because. All right, so. Okay, break you, it down. okay, so <laughs> traditional men are more solely in their mask and their masculine energy. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's that's their dominance. They barely have any connection with their feminine energy, okay. right? Whereas the modern man is more solely in their feminine energy. They're not exhibiting as much of the masculine energy, right? So, it's it's opposite ends of the spectrum. Mm. Okay, so people are viewing. Russell Wilson as the modern man, whereas they're viewing future as the traditional man. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> and a lot of people were calling it out and like, y'all who have issue with Russell Wilson mm. were raised by someone like future. Mm. So that's a longer conversation and I didn't even intend to bringing that in. Okay. I just thought about it. <laughs> All right. I mean, we'll have to, I guess, revisit that because I, I don't know the whole story. Of why this how this came up, it's but just, just from the, what you described, pe people that's have, really stupid. People have normalized toxicity. We don't know what healthy relationships look yeah. like. We don't know what balanced men and women or balanced relationships or balanced people look like. Like again, this is why we're doing the series. <laughs> right, right. Because I, I mean, I, and I've talked about it before in the podcast. Um, I went to all boys high school and I saw like a lot of actual great leadership qualities mm -hmm. within the men uh, and young men I For was sure. around. But I also saw some, I mean, we was in hoods, Newark, New Jersey, mm -hmm. dog. Like, yes, there's going to be some toxicity mm -hmm. within that as well. So I think going back to the point of uh, the larger society, just like how I back then thought that the pairing of that assertive man with toxicity had to be merged, mm -hmm. I think a lot of people um, in a larger yes, society think that sure. as well. So it's like, when they see that assertiveness, mm -hmm. that that's attractive to women mm -hmm. uh, and anyone, like anybody that sees somebody who's assertive, going for that the masculine one, that, energy, that, yeah, yeah the confidence and masculine energy. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, that's that that's something that's gonna be you're gonna be drawn to that no matter what. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't necessarily have to be paired with disrespect nope. or disregard for mm, one's um, autonomy or space or mm -hmm. boundaries or none of that other stuff. It can be healthy. It can be like, oh, I, I want this. Mm -hmm. Oh, you don't want that? That's cool. You're missing out. I know what I'm doing. I'm going to go ahead. Oh, wait, home. where are you going? I didn't, nah, nah, you good, right? <laughs> That's confidence versus fuck you then. Right? You know what I mean? That's a wounded <laughs> ego. That's what that fuck is. Like, nah, that's, that's that a wounded you, ego. Really? You are not able to be in touch with your emotions you and express your emotions <laughs> in a healthy way as well as regulating your emotions. Ergo, you are imbalancing your feminine energy. I'm just saying. All right. So that, that would be an example of that, like, not yes. being tied to it. I feel you. being tied to it and being all toxic and like, fuck you, mm -hmm. sour grapes ass. <laughs> and, and when you were saying that, I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, the history of black America. And I'm mm -hmm. like, well, black men weren't there to even show what an example of a man was. Like, we have to face facts about, you know, the war on drugs. We have to face facts about mass, mass incarceration. incarceration. We have to sure. face facts that, our, you know, black men were killed, whether it was by us or by, you know, our colonizers. Like, yep. we have a history of black men not being present in the lives of sons, daughters, and everybody else in between. Um, so it's like, looking for that example, we have been left without, right? So it's it's 
And then the people who were there, again, not knowing how to have how to be a balanced man, how to have what um, I wanted to talk about next, the fluidity yeah. that balanced men have. So can you talk a little bit about what that fluidity of being a balanced man is? So I think that fluidity is that uh, kind of going back to the other example I had is being able to go from that assertive mm-hmm. to that understanding and soft and being able to know when to do it because that's what balance to me really is it's mm-hmm. knowing it's the awareness of those energies within you mm-hmm. and then being able to place them in the right time and situation so if i'm i can't be soft all the time if i'm soft during an altercation that's our yeah. ass. <laughs> like we getting fucked not up. the time <laughs> not the time guys Put the guns down. <laughs> Versus like, oh shit, there are guns. We need to get the fuck out of here. Ain't no point in talking to this motherfucker. I clearly see he is in a good He's not listening. State. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So me trying to do that versus that versus somebody who might have a gun and be unstable and need to be calmed down. Mm. If you try to calm him down. Ooh, cops. Exactly. They don't have to you. anything. So de-escalation de-escalate the situation like goodness so you see my who's, who's unstable and doesn't really that's an imbalance in your mask erratic that's somebody you might need to calm down mm-hmm. versus somebody who's like oh he's about to action all right he no i need to chill out <laughs> i need to get up at this situation right? so exactly. it, just that in that example like knowing when and where to use your masculine energy and your feminine energy in a situation mm-hmm. um that's what i think fluidity really is it's and if you if you master it and you have balance, mm-hmm. quote unquote balance, you have that awareness of those energies within multiple aspects of your life, and then you're able to move accordingly. And it seems like everything's just flown at that point because you know how to match energies. So, so I'm curious as you're discussing this. I'm curious about our our next uh, kind of topic mm-hmm. is. So you can be balanced in your masculine energy, mm. you can be balanced in your feminine energy, and then you can be balanced with both of those duality of energies. So what does that look like, I guess, if you're only balanced in one? Uh, if you're only balanced in one, I think you'll... So you'll if a situation faces you... Um, I'm trying to think of an example because that'll make it a lot more... Uh, mm-hmm a lot easier so i'll use it in relationships that's all i can really think about <laughs> so let's well, say you you're are a, woman, a couple's therapist you're a woman who's very in tune and balanced with her feminine energy into you know she she knows how and when to to use her intuition mm-hmm. and all those other things so you're balancing that but you're when you're in a relationship with somebody and everything's going mm. well but you don't know how to tell him when something's going wrong because that's a boundaries certain, Right, so you don't know how to set a boundary because mm-hmm. that's not, you know, that's within not the masculine feminine. realm. realm. So you don't have no, no access to that. Mm-hmm. So all you can do is try to like soften, softly nudge him. Hey, yeah, versus what mind? he might need to hear. He might not be able to hear that. This is a hard line for me. Yeah. Consent. <laughs> right. <laughs> versus saying that. Um, so that that could be an example of it. Got like you, just got you. That makes soft sense. Mm-hmm. And not having access to the masculine part of you that would need to speak up and be assertive in those moments. And then again, going right back to you being in tune and being soft. It doesn't have to be like, all right, now I'm mad for the whole week. <laughs> like, no. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think just to to um, 
do the reverse, uh, an imbalance in one of those. Mm -hmm. So like you can be balanced in one and not have any connection with the other. Right. Or you can be imbalanced in one, and that imbalance in one leads to the more hyper or toxic yeah. side of that. Going back to our last episode, yes. I, I'll use the same example, but definitely check it out, because the first time I did it, it was amazing, because <laughs> I started on the spot. Um, but yeah, hyper, I use the example of a child um, who has like, a child who's raised correctly, um, knows how to behave, but has gotten too much sugar or candy. So they're hyper. They're like off the walls. They're going Bouncing. crazy. They're doing stuff <laughs> that they normally wouldn't do, but it's still within the boundaries of what they've been taught and their responsibility and uh, the they values. Ain't, they ain't slinging paint on right. walls. <laughs> the, the values that they were taught, you know, when they were uh, young. Uh, yeah. Versus somebody who's toxic mm -hmm. and, and somebody who's imbalanced and doesn't have any whatsoever uh like sense of themselves they're gonna go off the walls painting on the walls breaking shit going crazy you break my shit you paying for it <laughs> yes you're getting a job at five i mean <laughs> you better sell some lemonade <laughs> right um and and the, the reason why i really like the example is because it kind of is true mm -hmm. with children literally if yeah. they are not balanced and they aren't taught values they will go off the walls <laughs> when all it comes to that all right so that goes into our first question of two sides i will have also answering first because he's a man <laughs> so i feel like he should lead the answers <laughs> in the episode how to be a balanced man or how to become a balanced man so um so for our first question on two sides why is it important to be a balanced man okay i'm still flipping the coin I win. Um, <laughs> I think it's important to be a balanced man because being a balanced man uh, gives you access to your true potential as a man. It allows you to access the assertive side of you that gets things done and and is productive and gets their goals like accomplished and knocked off like like that. That's so important for you, especially depending on what stage of life you are, especially for me at this stage of my life, going into my 30s, I'm like, I need to be getting this money, <laughs> getting these resources, and uh, being able to know what to do with them because I'm trying to establish something for our family and everything else that's going on um, in our future. Mm -hmm. So that's really important. Um, but on the other end, I can't be so hard and so harsh within my relationships or in the way that I interact with my partner because that would lead to us being disconnected and, and breaking up because I did up. not choose right. an unbalanced man. <laughs> I chose a balanced man, y'all. I couldn't do a traditional, couldn't do a modern. Right. I needed a balance. Be in your fluidity, okay? Be balanced in each, all right? And that's, to that point, it's like, that's why it's, it's, it's so important because I could have been on grind mode all day, but then the very thing that I'm supposedly grinding for would be sacrificed right in front of my face. You see it, the workaholics, the ones yeah. who don't see their family. Oh, that time. that one video, remember? Um, oh, with the yeah. uh, mediocre tutorials and reviews. Mediocre tutorials <laughs> and reviews. Back, Back in here. <laughs> Shout out to my man. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he, he did a, a reaction to that that one father who was like, I, I paid for everything for my family and now my family yeah. is not fucking with me. And it's like, I mean, shit, my dad was like that. Mm. 
or is, you know, where he's he's like, I paid for all of this. I got y'all all these niceties and luxuries. And we're like, but this relationship, though, right, like how, yeah. <laughs> which if you tune into the uh, previous episode is feminine uh, relationships are part of your feminine energy. Yeah. It's so it's true. I think that balance is what creates the harmony within relationships, or mm-hmm. harmony within your life. Mm-hmm. So it's just really important to be a balanced man. You also feel more secure within yourself. Ooh, talk about the um, security. Yeah, like when I do feminine things, mm-hmm. quote unquote. When I dance, it's not fucking <laughs> identified with being gay. Listen, right. the only thing that makes you gay is if you are attracted to the same and sex. Okay, you, that's you it. Like, <laughs> that if you it. like what you like. And that's, that's power to you. Power to you. But dancing does not make you gay. Wearing makeup don't even make you gay. Like, it's be secure. Exactly. It's it. Ugh, people. So, yeah, and that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> if me as, as a balanced man, I don't mind, like, expressing my femininity in, in whatever Tea parties with your is. daughters? I don't give a damn about that. Like, that's that's nothing. That's Some men funny. have insecurities around it. But that's what I mean. It may not be balanced. Because if I know that I can uh, switch on a... And, and there's levels. There's certain things that I won't do, like, um, outside of my comfort zone. Like if I mean, I, that's everybody. That's Yeah, yeah and, 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 and it's important to know that. Mm-hmm. But it's also important to know that you can be balanced and where you can go mm-hmm. when it comes to the spectrum of femininity. And then knowing when and where to do that. That's part of being balanced as well. Gotcha. So, yeah, like being forced into like wearing a dress and doing all these other things. Dave Chappelle said Dave no. Dave Chappelle said no. He was like, no, I'm not comfortable with that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just not comfortable as a performer in that way. That's actually fine. That's a, uh, setting your boundaries. Right. That's actually a sign of being balanced and at least knowing where you are with it and knowing like. He what dressed this... up plenty of times. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, it's all about that. Um, but it gives you the freedom to, if you are on, do have a part of you that's more feminine and wants to be expressed, it can be done so without judgment of yourself. Mm-hmm. Because judgment of others is one thing, but when you feel bad within yourself, when you're doing something that you know is actually kind of part of you, it's terrible. So And you project. And you project and you usually down other people. Like, why are you dancing like that? Because I'm free to dance. Why Move your you? hips. Yeah. Sacro chakras. So, I mean, maybe it's because I'm from the Caribbean, but, like, we never give a damn about oh that. Oh, my goodness. I love it. Like, we all, like, we all dance. And from Jersey. Like, yeah. uh, I know some of the most thuggish dudes in the world from get Jersey. Get and it. they all get down with that sexy walk. Hey, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> I love so it. So, it don't matter. Like, you know, that's being secure within your, mm-hmm. in your uh, feminine energy and then knowing that you're still masculine like your default is still masculine Mm -hmm. that it feels great Mm -hmm. it really is that like oh i'm about to dance at this party one day but if you try me at the party i'm gonna whoop your ass (laughs) the the next second you know that although not everything at a party is worthy of a fight y'all stepping on shoes let it go breathe (laughs) but it's like that that balance gives you the freedom and Mm. it's amazing Mm. because you're no longer trapped into thinking like oh man am I going to do this is it going to be seen as gay or all this stuff you know how many times I think about that when I just walk around and do my thing zero it's liberating but he's also secure in his sexuality Hmm. that too but and I'm not going (laughs) to say like it's not easy being it's easier because I'm straight you know that's that's true if you are questioning your sexuality that is something that you should explore instead of projecting it onto other people because of your own self hate that part but you know i i've i've been blessed with some advantages naturally Mm -hmm. so 
Um, I'm glad I'm here, but that's why I want to talk about it. I want everybody else to at least think about these things and then maybe change the way that they see themselves and the feminine parts of themselves. Mm -hmm. Like even saying it for, for some men is hard. I have a feminine part. I don't got no feminine parts of me. No, I'm a man. Like, dude, it's okay. Everyone has a masculine and feminine part of them. Everyone, no <laughs> matter your gender identifier. Everybody. It's cool. it's cool. And they all, at certain points, get activated in certain situations. Mm -hmm. And your awareness of that is what makes you a balanced person or not. So maybe you should start working on the awareness instead of being afraid to explore it. The more you explore it, the more access and consciousness you'll have to those parts. Damn. I like it. I like it. <laughs> um, so I would say it's important to be a balanced man because, one, I don't have time. But <laughs> <laughs> Speaking for all ladies. <laughs> like, I've heard it a lot. You know, like, and it, it's, it's like it was a thing. As a teenager, we wanted we wanted boys who were in their masculine energy. We wanted that assertiveness. Yeah, we wanted that dominance. But as soon as we got out of that bad boy phase and we started thinking <laughs> logically, like, I don't want to be treated disrespectfully, um, then it was like, I want a man who <laughs> communicates. I want a man who regulates his emotions, who's able to healthily express his emotions. You know? Like, I want a man who's going to be a nurturing father for my children. That's like, good. like... No, it's not. <laughs> Sexuality is different. <laughs> That's good. Gosh. <laughs> oh, it infuriates me, y'all. I'm sorry. But um, but yeah, like we both, both is okay. masculine energy <laughs> exists in nature as both. We need both, regardless of you admitting it or not, both exist. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? And and just denying that denies growth within yourself, growth within our relationships, and and denies the growth within our communities. Because that's really where we're struggling here, is is because of some some of these re rigid ideas about who we are as people and who we are together. I think a lot of men are really scared to tap into any parts of their femininity because one, they're scared that it's like a gateway to their sexuality you know what i mean and they they so closely tie mm -hmm. sexuality and uh femininity. And, and remember we're talking internal energy we're yeah. not even talking how you're expressing yourself outwardly right we're just talking right. about internal energy i think that might be the biggest obstacle as i'm thinking about it because that's why i said like um I, why i brought it up that because i'm straight it's a little bit easier. Mm -hmm. so it's like you don't have that I question. Know, yeah, I don't have that question. Mm -hmm. But if I did, that I could see why that would be a hangup, and I wouldn't want to explore that further because exploring that could mean that what if I kind of do like? I mean, listen. That, I was in denial know? for twenty six years because of my homophobic mother, and because I lived in a Christian normative world. So yes, safety is a thing. You need to feel safe to explore yourself, to question who you are. And have a community that accepts, supports, and loves you. And also, I was still a gay rights advocate, y'all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, just because I'm struggling with my own shit doesn't mean I'm violent towards other people. Doesn't mean I'm hateful towards other yeah, people. That's where that self-work really needs That's where that you. toxicity is. Like, you need to do your work. Because <laughs> you can't just project your pain onto other people. Whole communities? Like, come like, on, bro. no. That's not cool. All right. Yeah. Mm, went into it for that first one. Let's see what the next one is. All right. <laughs>
How does masculine and feminine energy present in a balanced man? Um, I think it, it can present in a lot of ways. So it's like what I was saying before. Certain scenarios and areas of your life are going to require you to... Be fluid. Fluid. You know, be fluid within yourself and take on either a more masculine approach or a more feminine approach. Mm-hmm. It just <laughs> depends on what the occasion calls for. Yeah, exactly. So I think... What was the full question? For how the, does masculine how does and feminine energy present? present? You were going to talk about your blue board. Yeah. So I, I personally um, had this list of things that I focus on. Basically, I try to focus on every day. I write down this list, and they're broken up into categories. And as we were doing the show, I thought about, like, man, a lot of these categories can be broken into masculine and feminine energy, depending on a situation that happens within that. So I'll go over some of these um, as an example. So in the morning, I wake up, and I think about what can I do? What's one thing I can do for my spirit? Depending on how I'm feeling that day, I might need to do something more masculine or more feminine, depending on how I'm feeling. If I'm feeling like I need to be tapped into my masculinity because I'm feeling maybe down, I need to get up, I need to get assertive, I need to get work done, then what I'll do is something more masculine. I might, and connect this to like another part of you in my body, I might work out. In my body, I might, you know, go for a run or I might like just yell or scream or whatever it might be like that is putting in that uh, masculine energy and tapping into that on the flip side if I just got done working out and from my body and my spirit I need to rest that's more feminine mm-hmm. like I can't go rah rah all day mm-hmm. in the gym or anything mm-hmm. like you won't grow you won't grow that way and you, you be need tired. rest <laughs> yeah you be hella tired so you need rest so that's a, a way of tapping into your femininity mm-hmm. so in a way the bodybuilder who's building all that muscle who's hella macho is tapping into his, his masculine and feminine energy within his body and that's what causes him to, to grow such big muscles he's He's exploding his muscles in the morning, going crazy in the gym, and then at night, he's chilling out. He's eating, he's chilling, he's resting his muscles. It's that yin, that yang, mm-hmm. that push, that pull. Yes. That's what allows him to become stronger. Mm-hmm. It's literally that good of an example. I'm killing this shit right now as I'm saying <laughs> it, because this is all off the top of the dome. But yes, um, with the body and my um, body and spirit, I think that that's a good way to look at it. Um, other areas could be for um, for your for your mind for your mind when it comes to your mind and, and your masculine energy your mentality going into let's say a meeting are you gonna be more stern when it comes to getting this project done or do you need to be more relaxed in order to get the rest of the team to communicate and actually be effective? When it comes to that, your mentality going into the meeting is going to set the stage as the leader. And depending on who's on your team, that's how you're going to need to move. Like if if it's like at the end of the quarter, you need to whatever, hit these numbers. I don't know. I'm making up the scenario. (laughs) Hit those numbers. You might need to get in somebody's ass and be like, yo, we need to get this done. And then that's that's the, the masculine energy that you need to tap into. Um, that's the mentality that you need to tap into. You can't be like, well, guys, I think that, nah, you can't ha- go into that meeting with that mentality. Um, on the other end, if they're burnt out and they've been working all this time, maybe you're like, yo, 
we need to take a break. Y'all are burnt out, and now we can get to the work. So those are just a couple of examples of like how it's in real practice tapping into masculine and feminine energy and how it actually shows up and how being balanced in that way can lead to better results, whether it be for your mind, your body, your spirit, whatever it is, you know? Okay. Um, so in understanding how mask and femme energy uh, present imbalanced man, I would definitely recommend you all Google, <laughs> um, uh, like how to embrace <laughs> your divine masculine or how to embrace your divine feminine. Cause it actually breaks it down in, in becoming balanced in each of those. And then if you're balanced in each of those, understanding the fluidity for the, for the need of when you need to tap into those energies, I think it's definitely helpful for you all to understand more of, of how to become this balanced person yeah. and particularly this balanced man. So I also wanted to point out on your blue board, you also have four leadership on there, mm -hmm. which is your mask energy. You also have for love on there, which is your feminine energy. Cause that's relationships. And, and I love how you're really able to like, he has a whole bunch on his board, mm -hmm. but, um, but I, I love that you're checking in with yourself, you know, seeing what you need, seeing where you need to replenish, what your responsibilities are. And, and yeah, you're able to be fluid. Like I really appreciate that in you as a man and as a partner, because mm -hmm. again, it wouldn't have worked otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> um, but I've worked hard to get here. Yes. Uh, journey, y'all. I'm thankful. Um, so, yes. So, looking more at the mind, body, spirit, and how to tap into mask and femme as mm. a balanced man. Uh, so, for spirit, which is interesting, your feminine energy and one of the ways to connect to your feminine energy is become becoming grounded in nature. Yeah. And I know for, for us, especially like our spirituality is definitely connected with nature. And the fact that that itself is feminine, yeah. you know, is, is just very fascinating to me. Um, as far as body, what I love, uh, we just watched for my birthday, take the lead with mm. Antonio Banderas. That's one of my favorite dance movies. And one of the things he was saying is like, cause, uh, when he was telling, uh, the students about the dances, they were like, I don't see no Martin Luther King doing no, you know? And he was like, these dances were uh, danced by the fiercest warriors. And he was like, if you could, you know, kill with speed, you were also expected to dance with grace as well. And and that's literally yeah. the warrior and the dancer is like literally your mask and femme. It's both in your body, you know, it's definitely other ends, you know, but it's 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 able the, the accessibility to have access to both. Yeah. You know, it's crucial. I think it's the best way to actually get the results that you're looking for within your life like if you really break it down into those types of energies mm -hmm. and you're aware of them mm -hmm. and then you break them down into categories mm -hmm. you'll start to realize like how you show up in your relationships how you show up for yourself yeah and i think it's important to do that especially as a man these days like we lack a lot of awareness to our feminine side which unfortunately creates and over-reliance on our masculine side. Mm -hmm. So, like, we'll be assertive or aggressive to a fault mm -hmm. because that's our default. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? And I definitely think with mind, uh, for the masculine, it's logical. Like, we are very aware <laughs> that masculine is logical, left brain mm -hmm. energy, right? Um, to the point that in this patriarchal patriarchal society it's been deemed as superior 
to the body, mm -hmm. to emotions, mm -hmm. which I would say feminine energy presents an imbalanced man with emotional intelligence. Yeah. Right. And it's like, yes, there are times when you need logic, you need analysis and reasoning and rationale. But there's also times when you need intuition, you need trust, you need listening and understanding. Like that's also a part of, again, navigating this world. Yeah. You know? <sighs> hmm. Next one? Yeah, let's get it to it. All right. So the next question is, what things do you have to change in order to become a balanced man? Mm. I think the first thing you need to change in your journey to becoming a balanced man is you have to reject the concept of complete and full masculinity mm. uh, you have to reject the concept that like manhood is dependent on full rejection of femininity that that's like a flawed concept that I think we know in, a, in a, like just logically we know that's that's foolish to think that we're all fully just masculine like I'm a man I'm a man's man man's man <laughs> like I'm a man's man man I'm like come on you have femininity within you and your inability to access that is a detriment. If you're thinking logically, just as a person who exists in the world, we can't all be 100% masculine 100% of the time. It's not healthy, y'all. It's not actually. Because again, that's not how the world works. <laughs> like right. the world exists in balance. It's humans that are out of balance. Yeah. So I think that would be the first thing. Um <sighs> Second thing to to get onto that journey, things that you would have to like let go of is uh, shaming yourself. Mm -hmm. So shaming your feminine self or feminine parts of yourself, and also shaming the times in your past because you is related to like a past experience where. Uh, Kids are mean. Yeah, <laughs> you tapped into your femininity at some point, whatever, whatever it was, and somebody else pointed it out and was like, "That's different. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't be like that in this situation." So somebody else shamed you for how you might have naturally shown up in the situation. So you have to explore that, do some healing work, whatever that might be. Oh, look, healing—that's also feminine energy. Mm. All ties together. Um, so just do some work on that and then address whether or not you still are connected to that whatever feminine part that you did express back in the day. Because I almost like, I don't want to guarantee it, but like nine times out of ten, it is that. And you might not remember what that experience is, but if you do or if you want to do the work to explore that, you mm -hmm. know, repressed memories are a thing mm -hmm. for sure. Um then I think it will be beneficial to you because it will allow that balance to start to sh take shape because you're looking at things like, wait, hold on. I always had that part of me and I pushed it down. If I can lift it up, maybe I can get to a place of balance, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and then lastly, I would say use your masculine energy to tap into, you have to use your masculine energy to tap into your feminine energy. What do you mean by that? So like be assertive or, or aggressive in your pursuit mm. of tapping into your femininity. So that's something I had to do. I had to like 
like, nah, I'm gonna be better. <laughs> like, I'm gonna be emotionally intelligent. Like, I'm gonna know how to, to read people and walk into a room and be able to set my boundaries based off of me mm-hmm. and knowing how to be in tune to other people's boundaries so that I'm, I'm making the best connections possible, um, regardless of whatever room I step in. Like, I could be in a room full of people that are just engineers and talking about science and space. And yeah, cool, maybe theoretically I know what you're talking about, but I ain't down in the nitty gritty. I can still have a conversation about like, okay, what inspires you? What got you to do this work? Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, that's me being able to tap into a logical side of me without being overly assertive to me. Like, huh, I know what you guys are talking about. Huh, I, I got to show that I'm the man and my ego's being led when I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Instead, I could be like, so how about you tell me, school me on the game of, of you know, astrology or space or when it comes to um, space travel and uh, this new, new what, we found some new uh, chemicals on, on what planet? What? That's, tell me more, bro. That's different. That's, it doesn't seem like it, but I'm tapping into my feminine energy right there. Feminine energy is receiving, whereas masculine energy is projecting. Yeah. But yeah, you can't always be on. You can't always be on. But if you are going to be tapped into your masculine energy, use that energy to explore your other parts. But also remember to become balanced in your masculine energy. Uh, I found a lot. So shout out to all of the black men going to therapy. Clap, clap, clap. My brothers. Okay. Because that is you all doing the work. That is you all tapping in and saying, all right, something's got to give. I got to grow within myself. That means tapping into my feminine energy. You don't know how often I got to normalize crying, y'all. Like, you are human. Cry. (laughs) Like, whoa, that has fucked up generations of men. (laughs) Like, good God. But, um... But yes, I love that they they are they are going to therapy. They're working on themselves, and a lot of it is what I have to do is like let's question where you learned masculinity, where you learned manhood. Let's ask why that was the you know appropriate course. Mm. Like why why is that what we're mm. choosing? You know, um, so I, I definitely applaud the men who are you know taking accountability to. Uh, taking that drive to grow themselves and to work on themselves. Yeah. I do. Important work. uh, Yes. I I do think one thing that definitely needs to happen in order for you all to become balanced men is you have got to challenge the patriarchal system that we live in. Hmm. The patriarchy in and of itself is imbalanced. It's having men superior to women. It's having minds superior to body. That's not balance. That's a hierarchy that's literally practicing imbalance. And you got to question it. You got to challenge it. You got to say, well, why can't it be both? (laughs) Like, why does one have to be over the other? Why can't we stand side by side and move fluidly throughout understanding that our differences, but also understanding our similarities and how we complement each other, you know? Which, again, is why I'm with Oso, because he challenged the patriarchy. Like, I just couldn't see it, <laughs> because the traditional man is all up in the patriarchy, and mm-hmm. I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Yeah. It's, um, <laughs> it's, once you really figure it out, like, it's, it's not a threat to your, your default. I guess, that, and again, I'm going back to that, because I think most men probably feel that way. Like, it's not a threat to your default way of being. Like, if you are like me, and you wake up, 
in your masculinity. Like, no choice. You just did. <laughs> Masculine dominant. That's, yeah, you, that's okay. It's cool, <laughs> bro. Like, you're in the, that you tapping into another side of you is not negating a part of you that already exists. Right? It's not erasing it. It's, it's still not, there. It's definitely not. <laughs> if anything, again, it gives you more confidence because you know when to move, to use and move mm-hmm. with your masculinity, yeah. with your default. Like, yeah. You know how to use it, and then people are like, damn, I didn't know he was like... Um, I get that all the time. Like, you're really easy to talk to. Like, whatever, like that. I get that all the time. Obviously, I'm a therapist. But prior to being a therapist... I was always told that. (laughs) We Um, have the gift. Right, right. But that gift is, I think, that awareness and that willingness to receive someone's energy on the other side. And listen, yeah. Right. But also being able to be present present yourself in a way that someone would want to talk to you. Mm -hmm. And you can't be all hella rah-rah with that. So I've, I've been tapped into that part of me. But then what do I do right after that? I can offer advice. Mm-hmm. I give it right back. Mm-hmm. I give that energy right back. And that's mm-hmm. what usually fills up a lot of people. Now, I'll admit, most of these are going to be women for me, in my case. And it's like, that's why a lot of women come to me for advice. That's why a lot of women just like talking to me and, and like being around me is, is because as they're expressing things, I'm giving it back to them. It's not just like a, a taking or like me just giving Shouting like this is how you need to do this. This is like no way even ask for your uh, advice, bro. <laughs> Can't do it. Right. So it's just a little different. So give and take. But yeah, I still wake up in my masculinity every every day. It's your default doesn't change, y'all. It's okay. And if it does, maybe your awareness of your energies would allow you to know when that's happening. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Your I think, lack of awareness sure ain't helping. Yeah, <laughs> and I think, you know, addressing the concept of the alpha male, please, <laughs> on YouTube, check out Adam Ruins Everything. Alpha <laughs> males do not exist. Okay. <laughs> um, and then also in relation to paid beta males and all that shit, <laughs> like, I think, yes, we have dominant, again, with our internal energy, we have dominant leanings. Right. Oso is more mass dominant in his internal energy. I am actually more mass dominant in my internal energy. But we both have access to our flu our feminine energy. We're both able to be fluid without that. I am reconnecting more with my feminine energy currently. But I still Sorry, definitely I'm hella faces you are. <laughs> but I still definitely have a mass dominant energy, which is why for my other life partner, I want a woman specifically, but um, a, a femme dominant woman in her internal energy, right? Just because that's gonna balance me out. Like I can't have mask energy over here. I'm mass dominant energy, and then she mass dominant. This is way too much for me. <laughs> like I need some balance. But um, but yeah. So I I think. That it's it's okay to be in your dominant leanings. It's okay if you straight down the middle and fluid. Like it's okay embracing who you are and also acknowledging your journey within yourself and how that changes and grows. You know. Right. Yeah. Couldn't have said it better myself. Hmm. All right. Well, do you want to take a break or you want to power through? I'm good. I'm good. I'm actually really good. Uh, we'll take a quick break for the sake of uh, audio. Okay. <laughs> uh. This is the break. (laughs) We'll be right back, y'all. Thank you so much for listening to It's So Real. Peace. And love. For now. (laughs) We're back. (laughs) All right, so the next segment is either or. And you're still answering these first. Let's get to it. All right, so for a balanced man, 
is he either a financial provider or an emotional provider? What say you? Damn, I had to pick one. Got to pick one. We'll get to the and both, y'all. He's an emotional provider. All right. Uh, I think I'm going to play devil's advocate and go with financial provider. Go for it. Um, so this is going to be biased based off of what I'm talking about. I'm relating it to me and how me being in tune with my emotions and tapped in and uh, being able to talk to people, reach out and, and, and them feel like I'm actually hearing what they're saying. The empathy is there. That allows me to connect to all the people that I've connected to and allowed me to get to all the resources that I've had up until this point mm-hmm. and will continue to grow uh, as as I do grow. Because without that emotional intelligence, I don't think I could be a therapist, for one. For an, yeah, nah. <laughs> um, which means there's no podcast. I'm not talking to y'all right now. What are we talking about? <laughs> which means there's no... Uh, Books to come, baby. Sorry. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. That, that too. But I, I was gonna think about like even in my music, like mm. the oh, tagline for me is, is mental health for artists. Yeah. Uh, for also smart productions, it's like the reason why that's my, uh, I guess, phrase or my like um, slogan is because that's the focus of of the music that I'm doing is like, it's an expression for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and also something that I want to stress for everybody else, because I think expression of passion is different than uh, processing emotion. But I would say that creation and expression and even artistry mm-hmm. is, is your feminine energy. Yeah. yeah. So even going back to that, I wouldn't be doing that as well. Yeah, that's so true. a lot of who I am mm-hmm. is, hella feminine and, and, and allows me to do the things that I, I naturally love to do. Like when mm-hmm. I find like the things that I naturally love to do without any money attached to it, it's a lot of feminine things. Dancing, uh, music, mm-hmm. drumming, um, production, all the other stuff that I like to do. It's just, it's, it's naturally feminine. But I structure it in mm-hmm. a way, the structure, organization, all the other stuff mm-hmm. comes from the masculine and me being able to drive and set the yo up. his work ethic mm. i feel like it could be better but again that's part of my journey um but yeah it's it's gotten it's Listen, gotten up there he's dedicated <laughs> i've seen it every morning yes yes mm-hmm. every morning um but yeah i think that emotional intelligence mm-hmm. is the stepping stone to every other aspect of my life so it's biased Mm-hmm. And I can definitely see why somebody would say the other side. So I can't wait to hear Well, no, I, I actually wanted an emotional provider. Because to me, so again, in addressing like the traditional man of being the head of the household financial provider. So times have changed. These are no longer the 50s in white America. Because <laughs> again, what was black America doing? But anyways, times have changed. We're not going back to that time period. Like of manual labor. Like we're only getting more AI and all this stuff. Like we're Mm -hmm. only getting more white collar jobs. Right. And in white collar jobs, 
everybody, both genders included, are able to access those jobs, are able to perform those jobs. So the financial provider, and we already know what black women out here doing. We getting degrees. We becoming CEOs. We opening up our own business. We out here grinding and shit. Mask Energy. Check out our next episode, How to Become a Balanced Woman. Um, but, uh, But yeah, like it's the financial provider is you may not be the soul nor the head. You may not be the, the, I don't want to say superior, the one bringing more, you know, money. So for me, that took priority. I was like, I'm okay with making more, but I need you to be the emotional provider. Like I need you. I can't be in a relationship with someone who doesn't know how to communicate effectively. I can't be Mm. in a relationship with someone who doesn't know how to express his emotions because I can't take care of you for that. You are a grown man. I can't do that. You're not my child. I'm teaching my child shit. I can't be teaching you too. (laughs) I mean, I feel it. You know, so I appreciate you being an emotional provider. I didn't even think about it in all the ways that you just named. I appreciate that too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's sexy as hell when he is in his zone, as he calls it. Mm-hmm. Even in, even when you're talking about structure and organization, even in your like spiritual self care routine in the morning, mm-hmm. like you do that every morning or most mornings, Probably. and uh, <laughs> and it's it's very structured. Like you have your organized way of of reconnecting with yourself and reconnecting with your spirit, and I think that's beautiful. Um, and definitely, yeah, I see the fluidity in both your masculine and feminine energy. I definitely appreciate that about you. You're welcome. And uh, so, yeah, so I chose financial provider to be devil's advocate because as a balanced man, (laughs) as a balanced man, you can still contribute. Like it's it's not to say that you're not, you know, it's not to say that you're dependent on your woman or whoever you're with. It's it's like being a financial provider doesn't mean you're the sole financial provider. Right. It, like you can still contribute financially, and that goes back to what we were talking about before. I think being so like the only like if your only claim to manhood and masculinity is that provider role. It, what happens when you exactly. ain't in it? <laughs> so that's what I mean. Like it, it's actually a weakness. You think mm-hmm. it's a strength, um, and that's what maybe why so many people want uh, that control because mm-hmm. it's like you control the finances, you control everything. But the second that that doesn't happen, like if a pandemic fucking hits. You know. How many uh, unemployed? Okay. You know, a lot of people had to think about, okay, well, what makes me a man then? Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of men really had to ask themselves that question. Like, yo, I don't got Please. the bag. Sit down. There's ask no way yourself. I can get the bag right now. Yeah. My bag, the skills that I have to mm-hmm. get the bag are no longer, like, applicable to this situation. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, what am I going to do? Like, I can get... Not saying that the man's gonna fully submit to his circumstances, but he's not gonna be bringing in what he was before if you know his trade or his skills mm-hmm. just don't match up with the time mm-hmm. of this pandemic. Again, get with the times. Things are changing. Life changes. You have to change with it. This resistance and denial doesn't get you anywhere because life right. is still changing. So that that overly reliance on on, on being a provider and being tapped into your masculinity in that way leads to you not knowing any other parts of your masculinity or femininity. So now you're questioning your whole existence. You're like, mm-hmm. yo, what the fuck do I do? What? Why am I here? Like, a lot of men yeah. have had to have this conversations internally. Mm-hmm. Some of y'all still haven't um, because it's scary, but 
it's something that I think you actually need to do because this sure. is what we're, we're talking about when it comes to that balance. Mm -hmm. It allows you to know your worth outside of just those narrow, defined lines of masculinity. Mm -hmm. You being un, like not balanced is the problem because now you're just like, this is it. That's this is all you see. Yeah. That's your whole manhood. And the second that doesn't pan out, uh -huh. you just crumble. And you don't want to be in that situation for real. And I think a balanced man being the the like uh, main financial provider, the one bringing in more, is able to relinquish that role, like yeah. be the financial provider without Fluid. without like Fluid. I'm the financial provider. Right. You know, you like, like oh you got that one. All right, cool. I'll get like, the next one. <laughs> and, and, and that's the thing with Balance. with leadership. Um, and this whole head of the household, head of the household is outdated, y'all. We are partners. partners we both have leadership qualities. We figure out who has the strengths and what, and then act accordingly. Okay? Makes sense, right? Why would you go against something that you're naturally good at? Because of a role that someone says you have to do? Ain't no rules to life. Like, if you lifted, <laughs> like, if you lifted more than me and were, like, hella strong, yo, you would be, um, you know, lifting shit. <laughs> because that would make sense. For this situation. Right? Why am I going to struggle? <laughs> if you got it, you got it. <laughs> that It just makes sense. Like, it's, it comes from that insecurity and, mm -hmm. and, and lack of being tapped into it. But hopefully this episode helped with you at least exploring some of these topics. Yes. Because a lot of times it's, it's the fact that we haven't even visited any of these topics and, or, or question these you things know? and that's why we're so off. We got so many issues but we're trying to help growth. That's growth. what that's what, that's what what we're talking about and and on that note let's end with the last and final question. Okay. What we got? A balanced man either leads or follows. A balanced man follows. A balanced man leads. A balanced man follows because uh -huh. The best leaders are followers. Yes. Because every leader had to have had a blueprint or some type of structure to allow him, in this case him, but or her, <laughs> them. We talking about. <laughs> we talking about men, though. <laughs> yeah. But um, allow him to get to that stage. Mm -hmm. That's why we stress so much and why even so many black men, especially in our society now, are like, well, you ain't had no father growing up. Why do you think that's so crucial? Because you didn't have a person to follow. Mm, I didn't even think about it like that. You're right. It's all about that. You didn't have Dang. someone to follow. So therefore, when you become the leader, you're a shitty leader. Mm -hmm. So no matter what, if you're, oh, I'm the leader, I'm the boss, I'm the, I'm the man, I'm the head of the household. If your leadership is shitty, it does not matter because then you're having a shitty household. Mm-hmm. So you have to be yes, able to follow. Yes, I agree with you. I agree with you. Again, this is an and both. We don't yeah. <laughs> like, you, you know. know. Um, the reason I said leader is also to play devil's advocate, but also, like, I think, <laughs> I think a lot of people in leadership positions don't have leadership qualities or skills. Ooh, talk about and a lot it. of times when people think leader, they're oh, actually meaning man. boss 
a leader is down with their people, like understanding Yo. what their needs are. Isn't I'm down. Where, that, yes, yes, yeah, that picture exactly. <laughs> where the boss is sitting up top in a big chair and the, the, not doing no work, ain't doing no work, and then employees just pulling them along, and the leader down there pulling with them. You and know, guess who's gonna make more progress with that? Exactly, because it's like I'm one of you. I'm not above you. You're not below me. Right. I'm with. I you. I wouldn't ask you to do anything I'm not willing to do. That part. Only reason why I'm asking you to do it is because you might be better at it than me. Delegations. You know, delegations. Hawk about it. Versus dictatorship. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I think that's a good way to wrap it right there. You know? Whoo, this was a good one. You know, part two of our Finding Balance series. Part Again, two. part three is going to be how to become a balanced Coming woman. So check that out next week. You know what I mean? Thank you so much for joining us. Yes. Thank you so much for listening to It's So Real. What's your girl, Rocky? And your boy, Elso. You have a beautiful day. Take care of you. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already. (laughs) We'll catch y'all on the next one. Peace. And love. Always. We out. (laughs) Yay, yay.